Your attention, please. <laughs> the Walt Disney World Railroad, now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. Board. So, Jeremy, I feel like we just haven't talked enough uh, Cosmic Rewind. <laughs> So maybe we should talk a little bit more Cosmic Rewind. This is a Guardians of the Galaxy podcast now, first and foremost. Yeah, yeah. Missing Groot. (laughs) So I did, you know, I know that we've talked about this kind of ad nauseum, but I continue to watch the Thrill Data stuff on it. And at this point, I am starting to wonder why there is even a boarding group anymore. Mm-hmm. Because last uh, July 10th, they had availability for five hours and 18 minutes. So essentially, the availability window was so long that if they had opened the third availability window that day... Now, I don't believe because the next day was a... What are they? What are we calling extra magic hours now that we charge for it? Um, uh, extended evening hours yes. or whatever. It it wasn't extended evening hours the next day, but if it had been on this day, it would have just never closed before opening for extended evening hours. Like that is how long it was open for. And admittedly, there there have been some shorter days, but. Nothing under like 50 minutes or sorry, 45 minutes for two weeks. Even so, at, even at the morning one. Oh, no, no. The morning one. I don't count. The morning oh. one is still like okay. w- one to three minutes. But I will I will say even with that, if you recall, we were discussing at one point how it was open so briefly that thrilled out. I couldn't even mark that it was available right it's now pretty consistently saying yeah it was available it opened at seven closed at seven so you know and then there have been a handful of days where it's been open for like three minutes or something like that so the morning one is still pretty limited but But, quite uh, honestly that that makes sense because this is all the people who have booked epcot for the day and they're trying to be able to get on cosmic rewind in the morning so that they can park hop somewhere else in the afternoon Right, but that brings up the interesting thing to me about this, and and the other reason that I wanted to discuss this, uh, other than, wow, it's getting long, it's now been at the point where, you know, looking at the last, what, two weeks, there were three days out of the last two weeks, so 21 days, I I feel like, um, where you wouldn't have been able to park hop and get a a Guardian's... uh, boarding group Mm. like every other day it was open past 2 p.m so you could park hop to epcot after doing some other park at the beginning of the day and still get in on guardians so well that's huge i mean that that is huge that's great i'm kind of wondering why they're still doing boarding groups at this point but it's so so we know brad's feelings on boarding groups right boarding groups bad don't want to miss out on an attraction it's got to be the data but now I'm looking at boarding groups and going, boarding groups good, free <laughs> fast pass. Yeah, virtual. You know because, right? Because ostensibly at this point, this is just a fast pass, right? Like, I get in, I click a button, I'm given a time to return. You know, or I'm given a boarding group, which translates into a time to return, 
and then I don't have to wait in the entire queue. Yeah, I guess that's right. You're it's a fast pass. As long as you can comfortably get in and it's not a rush. Yeah, it's just a free fast pass. Right. Now you do still there is still some onus of getting things done where you do have to do it at a certain time, you know, or or within a 5-hour window depending on the day. But as long as as long as you're willing to do that, it doesn't Without the without the rush being there, I'm kind of now a fan of this being a boarding group, which means the boarding group will be gone soon. But <laughs> if I could exist in a world where I could be guaranteed that I could get in the boarding groups that I want to get in, I love the idea of boarding groups. I just don't didn't like the idea of it kind of being a lottery as to whether or not I was going to get to ride yeah. this attraction when you know, that was the whole reason that I was going to this park or something like that. Yeah, well, and the whole, one of the big problems with Genie Plus is how much you have to spend or how much time you have to spend on your phone, you know? And the boarding group thing was just another get up early to be on my phone, you know, to do a thing and then have to watch my phone for the boarding group because what if the notification doesn't work or whatever? Like, it's just more of the, like, phone-centric Disney visit, so... If it's something where you can just get in there and be done and you don't, you know, it's not, it's not as, what it's not as anxiety inducing. Like that's much better. Right. Did you hear the rumor that, um, spe- speaking of park hopping, did you hear the rumor that Disney was going to start or was they're they're sending out surveys asking people about having to, uh, book in advance a park hop park as well like do a park reservation for where you want to park hop i'm not surprised by that i absolutely hate it but i'm i'm not surprised you know they they are loving this whole we know where you're going to go to start your day so why wouldn't they go you know what would be even better if we could also know and limit where they're going to go later in the day so we would have even more data that we could use for staffing decisions and and things like that do you think they would then like do where do you want to park up after two? And then where do you want to park up after four? And then like, where do you want to park up after six? Do you think they would split or, it up like or that? Or do too? they just, or do they just say, where do you want to park hop after two? Congratulations. You've selected your two parks for the days. Now, if you'd <laughs> like to get park hopper plus <laughs> you're, you're laughing, but just Jeremy, I'm laughing. Look, so I don't cry Look at the, yeah. Yeah. Look at the way things have been going and tell me that there is, I, I want you to tell me that there is not somebody who's discussing that possibility. Oh, no, yeah. You're right. I'm just, like, laughing so I don't cry. Yeah. Because that yeah. would be horrible. Yeah, Park Hopper Plus. You heard it You heard it here first, folks, and I'm really sorry to bring it to you. Uh, it's, it's also interesting to note that the cost of Lightning Lane, as Guardians has become, you know, more available, is still 14 to $17. Like, they do $14 during the week and then i guess 17 dollars uh on the week yeah so like friday saturday sundays are 17 dollars, and then through the week it's 14 dollars. but if you look at the last month worth of data there has there have been lightning lanes available up until at least the earliest it has ended has been 8 55 a.m right now hmm. so I, I again i i know that i'm just throwing a lot of data but this is this is really interesting stuff to me as we as we kind of watch and you know the this attraction change with time well and i think i think it is interesting uh especially with how new guardians is like 
I did not expect Guardians to kind of fall into the groove this quick. No, absolutely not. So I, I think it's interesting, if for nothing else, just it really got into its groove and, you know, the the boarding groups have have normalized more or less very quickly. Which I think probably also speaks for what how smoothly the attraction is probably running because they don't they don't design these attractions to not be able to handle a bunch of people but boarding groups allow them the ability to say oh no we've got some things we've got to work out so we can scale back as needed so i i kind of wonder if that is part of the reason that it's fallen into the groove Honestly, the biggest surprise to me is just the fact that they're they are sticking to their lightning lane guns on the horizon. <laughs> I did I did not anticipate them doing that, but at the same time, uh, you know, as we record here on uh, on Sunday night, you know, I'm looking and the last three days, including today, were seventeen dollars, and it sold out by twelve thirty on Friday by. 150 on Saturday and then today it sold out by 405. So somebody at 405 after they had, you know, the opportunity for the morning opening and the afternoon opening which today lasted almost it lasted 55 minutes. So right around an hour. Hmm. Instead of jumping into either one of those they got an individual lightning. You know, there were people getting individual lightning lanes after after that second one. Now, maybe that was people park hopping and they park hop late or something like that. I don't know. But I guess that means that Disney will, will keep on. Uh, like, I, I feel like they're going to keep charging $17 as long as people will keep paying $17. Is kind of where we're at right now. Because we had, I think at one point you and I discussed, well, maybe they'll just do this while it's hot. It's not quite as hot anymore. I mean, like not not it's it's still a very popular attraction. But the opening show that it is not as hot as it once was. It's not as hard to get as it once was and they're sticking with the 17. So I don't know like maybe as we move into a different season that that price will change, but I think we'll see about that. Or or when everything comes back, what is that in August? Is that when is that when all of the uh, when Genie Plus gets worse again? Yeah, yeah. I think. I, what what do you what would you like me to call that? No, you're you're laughing at me. But what would you like me to call that? Because it's again, move. laughing so I don't cry. Right, right. Will I wonder? Will that be the time when they change this and bring it down, or will they bring other things up just to see if they can? Get a little bit more money out of out of individual lightning lanes. Yeah. I really, I really hope that I'm wrong about that. And there was a time when I said, "Nah, that's not going to happen." But I just don't. I don't. I just don't think they would bring other things up. But I, you know what? I have been wrong literally every single time that I have made a <laughs> prediction about this. I've, I've been. I need you. Incorrect. I need you to predict. I need you to predict something different because that's not a good prediction for yeah. us. I don't know. I there oh, is part of boy. me that wonders if they will just extend that. Uh, what that move and make it a, a more permanent or or I don't think they would ever make that a permanent move. I think what they would say is, you know what? We've reviewed it and due to overwhelming whatever, you know, whatever sounds good in a press release, we will now keep these as Genie Plus until insert another date. Right? So that way it seems like 
Disney is being benevolent right. by giving you the Genie Plus option on these attractions when in reality it's, gosh, we can barely keep enough rides uh, afloat for Genie Plus to be a thing as it is. Let's not make this even worse on ourselves. What if they pivoted it to that mostly and then used individual Lightning Lane as like a, like a moving... Let's say they did one attraction per park, and they use that as like a moving. Uh, the the way that you know we've talked about a bunch of times uh, that like Magic Bands was originally supposed to be a way for them to keep the different areas of the parks you know better crowd managed, and Pal Mickey you know even was like mm-hmm. you know supposed to be able to tell you like wow, this part of the park is, you know, getting full. Let's, why don't we go over to Tomorrowland or whatever? Like, what if they did, like, they didn't have set times necessarily, but it was like on Monday, you know, uh, Space Mountain is the individual lightning lane. And then on Tuesday, it's Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. And just used it as like a moving kind of target to try to manage crowd levels and stuff like that. I don't know if that would even be remotely possible but i just i think i feel like something where they lessened the number of attractions might even allow them to to bring the prices up like the average price up but it would look better because they're the genie plus has so many more attractions that like yeah if you want to do this one you you have to pay if you want to you know if you want to lightning lane it but i don't know i just I'm trying to think of ways that they can make this a more uh, enjoyable experience without losing revenue because the revenue is, you know, obviously what they want. Right. And and you do bring up an interesting thought, which is if you were to change what the individual lightning lane was at that, you know, August, whatever it was date, that would allow you to bring the price up. But in at the same time, changing the attraction, which keeps the apples to apples comparison from happening right like if you change it from uh rise over to i don't know slinky dog dash or something like that you know i'm trying to i'm trying to think of what else you could move that to and try to make the argument that it makes more sense than rise right you could also raise the price from $13 to $14 or whatever you know you could you could tack another dollar on there and it it's not as egregious as you just tacked another dollar onto Rise. It's the price is different, but it's also a different attraction, right? And then maybe two months later they bring it back to Rise, and Rise goes up another dollar over what that was. So roundabout they brought Rise up two dollars, but they didn't do it directly, so it doesn't you know. So not as many people are talking about right. that. I feel like yeah. I don't I don't know I don't know. Let's. Let's get off of this because I'm, <laughs> I, you know, let's let's stick with the happy news that Guardians is, you know, much easier to to get a uh, fast pass for or sorry, a boarding group for if that's something that you would like to do and and just focus on that aspect of it, uh, because then we can move on to the to the gosh, I could swear that we talked about we weren't going <laughs> to weren't going to do bummers on this show. Uh over to the destruction of the uh the wonderful moving shaking twisty turny billboard for tower of terror for reasons i don't understand like that's honestly i 
I get that it's old, but it wasn't like it had stopped working, was it? Well, I you know I haven't seen it since 2019, uh, and it I, I feel like it was working in 2019 when when I saw it. But what I have read is that it rarely worked, and it was like costing more and more to fix to make it work. Um, but but if it was a if it was a static billboard, what would be wrong with that? Right. Yeah, that's the thing. If you could hold the you know elevator car. At, a, at one spot, it's the same difference. You know, it, it, no one would ever know it was supposed to move. It would then just look like a three-dimensional billboard. It would just be a really cool 3D billboard. Yeah. So, I don't... Was that thing erected when the Tower of Terror opened? Uh, I don't know if it was erected when the Tower of Terror opened, but I know it was erected pretty early on because, you know, they had to update that multiple times, I feel like, with the different iterations of Tower. So it's it's definitely been up for a long time. I didn't I didn't research it because that would require work on my part, and we we both know that I don't do that. Because Tower of Terror uh, opened in 1994, and so like this thing, even if it opened two years or three years after Tower, it has been up there a long time. I mean, that's been 20 plus years. This this thing that's like a moving you know billboard has been up. So I maybe it's had a good life you know <laughs> if we can if we can find some positivity it's it's been there a long time and uh tower of terror still there so that's good yes yeah yeah <laughs> they it's not they didn't tear the billboard down and then say oh and also it's becoming you know a, a lion king ride now right yeah i i mean at the end of the day it's not the the worst thing in the world i was just kind of sad to see it go because it's you know it's just one of those things that you see and you're like oh i've seen that i've seen that billboard so many times when and it's i unique. like that billboard it's a cool looking billboard it is it's it's really cool especially when it's working and the the elevator car is moving around i think it's awesome and i think it's effective it's effective as a still billboard i have a yes, i have was, a suspicion i have a suspicion that maybe like the foundation it's on or something was starting to crack and mm-hmm. it would it would in the next, you know, little bit become unsafe or something because yeah, it seems weird that all of a sudden they were just like, yeah, that's coming down. It's, maybe they there maybe there was an inspection or something in the state of Florida said, yeah, that's not structurally sound anymore. <laughs> that's not hurricane proof anymore, so that needs <laughs> to come down. Yeah, and it's it's very possible that, you know, you're just talking about what the the age of the like it was it was built to last for 10 years and they used it for an extra 10 years 15 years whatever it was and that's that's what had to happen so again it's not it's not like a oh my gosh how dare you disney sort of thing just as much as a you know oh man so not not just the tower of terror billboard so the tower of terror billboard has come down but on top of that we are also seeing reports that the entry from four corners uh is going to like apparently is impending removal as well which is kind of a bummer but i okay this is gonna sound really weird coming from me so you know just just everybody hold on to something maybe people are making a bit too big of a deal about it (laughs) what maybe they're overreacting 
And the the only reason I say that is because like Four Corners is being entirely redone. They're they're supposed to be doing a flyover and all this other stuff. So I mean, I could I could definitely make the argument of leave it up until it's the very last thing that you're taking down, right? But if they are going to be moving everything around anyway, eventually these signs would have to come down. So I don't know that it's the worst. Like it would be the same thing as with the tower thing. I would probably be a little bit less bummed if they said, Hey, they're moving, they're moving the roads. Right. And so that's about to be a road. Right. And you have to take down a sign because that's about to be a road. Okay. It's about to be a road. Still a bummer. It's coming down, but it has to be a road. And that's kind of what I feel like with this, with this other signage is it's a bummer that it's going down, but it's got to, you know, but that this change has, is, is already happening sort of thing. And I'm wor- also working under the assumption. Let me, let me go ahead and put the big humongous asterisk on this entire conversation. I'm working under the assumption that whenever the new stuff happens, they will be building new signage. If there is new, no new signage when, you know, new stuff gets done, there's, there's no new gate of entering Walt Disney World then I'm going to be perturbed. Yeah, let's leave it better than we found it. Right, right. This is, a, this is an opportunity to build an even fancier one for people to, uh, you know, to nearly have an accident while they're... Though, honestly, <laughs> you know, the, the Four Corners one was kind of good because there was actually, like, a sidewalk next to... So this isn't the... By the way, if you're, if you're thinking about, you know, I've been to Walt Disney World and I rode, you know, the, the Magical Express... And I went under the thing that had all of the, you know, no parking, no stopping signs. And there was the big archway that welcomed me. That's not this. This is if you were over by Disney Springs and you kept on going past Disney Springs uh, and you exited property from that side. That's where Four Corners was. And that's where the gate that we're talking about being removed is going to be. So it was Minnie on one side, Mickey on the other side and a sign next to Mickey. So. The, the funny thing about you saying that is um, I am very nearly a 33-year-old man who has been to Disney World many times, and I have literally zero concept of where. I know I've seen this before, but when you're telling me how to get there, I just have no concept. I have never driven a car, nor have I ever paid attention to where I was going, like... It's just so it's so funny to me to hear you, you know, just go past Disney Springs and it's right there and it's that one, blah, 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 whatever. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I could not even I could not even tell you, like, I think I know cardinal directions if I'm looking at a map, like mm-hmm. where Epcot is in relation to Magic Kingdom or Animal Kingdom, you know, whatever. But if I had to tell you the roads to use to get between those parks... Nah, I don't even know what I, you know what Brad. I don't even know what I four is. I know that's a real big one that is very <laughs> important in that area, but I do not know what I four is. I'm sure I've been on it a ton of times, but I don't know where it is. I I have that's part of the magic of Disney, I guess. Is I don't but have you didn't to care have to know where any yeah. of that stuff was. Yeah, because why would you care? Because you just got on a bus and a bus took you wherever you needed to go. So yeah, I just thought that was kind of kind of funny. Uh, that oh, I oh no, hundred percent. I really and just don't even. I don't even know. I don't even know when I would have seen this, but I have. I've seen it for sure. I, I well, that's ex- actually what I was about to say. Is like I'm 
somewhat surprised that you've ever seen it. Because, again, to my knowledge, Magical Express doesn't come in through that direction. Uh, though, you know what? Maybe it does if you were staying... I'm trying to think, what is over there? Uh, da, 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 the Saratoga Springs, right? Because Saratoga Springs is basically right across from... Uh, is right across from downtown Disney. So, or sorry, Disney Springs. Um <laughs> That that was a that was a really weird old pull <laughs> that suddenly came out of my head. I was just gonna let it so, go. So so maybe there or maybe even, you know, if you stayed at uh if you stayed at like Port Orleans or something like that, like French Quarter or Riverside or something, hmm. since those are kind of off that same way, though I stayed at Riverside and I don't remember us coming in that way. Anyway, I'm I'm kind of surprised that you have you would have ever seen this having not driven a vehicle, but if you've driven a vehicle, it's it's very likely you've seen it, and yeah, I'm I'm sad that the signage is going, but I just I I don't know. I was I wasn't terribly surprised by it, and I'm like, okay, well, as long as as long as they bring back some new signage, uh, we're all good. Now, if they I'm don't sure bring they back, will. if they don't bring in new signage, then then I'll be able, you know, then we can get crotchety old angry Brad on the podcast, and we'll get our pitch and, for and his take. And yes. torches, yeah. and we'll yes boycott Disney. There you go. That's as probably. we've as we've done so many times. Probably for not, so many though. of the changes that they've made. <laughs> probably uh, probably and, not. <laughs> as you guys have heard from our many, you know, we're we're not going back to Disney ever. Things. Ever again. Right, and that's and that's why we do this podcast. This it's podcast is a protest. <laughs> so anyway, uh, Jeremy, what is our last topic of the week? That. Disneyland is a liar and that Disneyland forever is not going to be forever and that Main Street Electri- Main Street Electrical Parade is is going away too even though it just uh debuted again on April 22nd it's gone so like less than 6 months after it debuted it's it's leaving so i am just shocked that they would put all that work into Main Street Electrical Parade and then say, "Man, it's gone." Okay, Hilarious. I'm gonna. So I saw you put this in there, and in, into our into our show notes, right? And I was kind of amused by it because you said, "I'm I'm amazed that they would have done all the work to put Main Street Electrical back in uh, for such a short period of time." Meanwhile, I saw it and thought, "Yeah, that's par for the course." Because let me let me just go ahead and quickly read off to you from from Wikipedia. So if they're wrong, please go tell Wikipedia. Don't tell me that the second and third runs of uh, Main Street Electrical Parade, January 20th, 2017 till August 20th, 2017 was the second run. The third run, August 2nd, 2019 to September 30th, 2019. So that one was like a month and a half. Huh. Or sorry, almost two months. So in reality, this was a pretty decent run. April twenty <laughs> second. Long. April twenty second, all the way till September first. Huh. I mean, geez, who would have they might at this point people who, who go to, you know, Disneyland might be thinking, Hey, maybe it's staying for good this time until they heard the news that it wasn't. Oh, that's wild. Okay. Well, I'm wrong then surprise it's it's not really that no i i mean it's still it's still worth bringing up and it's still i don't know to me the bigger thing is gosh darn it disneyland just keeps getting you know and losing uh 
what nighttime parades while meanwhile we can't get a nighttime parade to save our lives i feel like yeah so all i want is a nighttime parade here's the thing they need to get main street electrical out of there put it in boxes ship it over to florida and run it indefinitely do you do you think main street i i kind of wonder if they put main street electrical parade into boxes and tried to ship it across the country again (laughs) because remember that has happened before like would there be anything left of the floats by the time they got them to is it is it the ikea furniture of of disneyland nighttime or disney nighttime parades i mean i kind of if you try to move it does it just fall apart you lose all those at this point man like it it opened and you lose all those little cam things that hold everything together all the all the wooden dowels and particle board just fall apart it opened in 72 (laughs) <laughs> like also also what is the what was the 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 whole ship thing remember from like i i'm gonna be totally honest and say that i'm not a smart person so i found out about it from wandavision you know where they were talking about uh, the thought experiment of how many boards on the ship had to be replaced till it was no longer the was ship of theseus right oh yes yes okay so the thought experiment has to be like how many repla- how many parts of Main Street Electrical Parade have to be replaced before it's no longer the seventy two Main Street Electrical. How many of those parade? twinkling lights? Yes, yeah, and and chicken wire and everything because <laughs> like there is no way, you know, we just got done talking about how a a metal billboard, yeah. that you know at best was was erected in nineteen ninety four. Man, that yeah, it's probably reaching the end of its usable life, and it just had to sit there with like one piece that moved on it, versus this with a bunch of stuff moving and all these lights and everything. Fifty-year-old parade floats, right? Yeah. yeah, I just I can't imagine that that there was a there was a lot going on there. Um, and that said, I assume Main Street Electrical Parade will be back, and you know, I don't know, uh, three years, four years tops. Or something well, like that. You know, they at least sold a whole bunch of merch. Right. And that's that's all the reason to do it. That's the and, most important thing. And by the way, I'm neither of us is dunking on Main Street Electrical Parade. Oh, no. We both no, no, love, no. love to have Main Street Electrical Parade back at you know, back at Magic Kingdom. It's my ringtone. And uh honestly, again, would be would be happy if they could somehow box it up and get it to to Magic Kingdom. Because I feel like I see a lot of complaints from people at Disneyland. Every time it comes back, I, th- I think we discussed this before, but like, I'd love to have it. Just, just send it over. Just yeah. send it over, guys. Uh, you know, after after it closes on September first, to be replaced by question mark Spectro Magic. Nope, that ain't. Everybody <laughs> would love that, and that ain't coming back, man. That's. I, I feel like Disney has pretty much said that's not coming back. Uh, also, what? So Disneyland not quite forever. But but here's my question for you. You, we say they they're lying, right? Because they say it's Disneyland forever and it's not forever. Yeah. Again, that was this was its its third time to be at Disneyland. It was there in 2015. It was there in 2019. It was back in 2022. I assume that Disneyland Forever is code for base template Disneyland fireworks show. Oh, at this point. You, you know what, Brad? I'm look. I just did a, an enhance on an image from Disneyland mm-hmm. Forever, and it does say in one point font underneath "Forever" an option. Right. <laughs> so it does actually say it's so, forever an option uh, to bring right. back. So right. Yeah, so, they're, they're not a liar. 
um, they it's just they're they haven't optioned it to they they will option it to come back again. So they they just kept the they just kept the an option really really small so that way sure. we'd never notice it. Okay, well that's good. That's good. I, it I makes mean sense. I appreciate it as long as I'm not being lied to. But <laughs> no, that's that's honestly what what kind of both of these things felt like at this point, right? Yeah. Main Street Electrical Parade is just that parade that we we always have kind of ready to roll if we need some you know uh what some filler between things and the same with disneyland forever like okay we can always reload those files and and start running that again until we until we get the the next thing up so i'll be i'll be interested to see what else they you know what they bring uh september 2nd or whatever after they sell bukus of merch leading up to september 1st because now it's going away you know, I, there's some there. There is some like really cynical part of me, which let's be honest, if you've listened to this podcast for more than five minutes, you're like all of you. Uh, but there is some really cynical part of me that that wonders, did the merch just start slowing down? Did they suddenly find they weren't selling quite as much? And they said, well, if it's closing, that'll that'll kick the you know, that'll <laughs> kick it in the tuchus and get it moving again. I don't know. Sort of. A thing. That's how we'll know that Splash Mountain's about to close. Because the merch will come in like goodbye Splash Mountain or whatever, and that's how we'll know. Okay, days are numbered. Now, now it's definitely, definitely happening. <laughs> because how else can you how else can you determine things if not by how much merch can we sell? Well, I think that'll do it for this episode. You can follow us on Twitter at MTM Podcast. You can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash MTM Podcast, and you can visit us on the web at missingthemouse.co. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. And until then, have a magical day.